This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. There you go. Um, it's 7 o'clock already. You believe that? I can't believe that. I feel like I just got in here and started reading things. You think so? I did. I actually got in here at 6.58. Just Ooh, kidding. two minutes. No, I know that's true because I got here at 6.56 and you were already here. Um, yeah, no, I, this morning's already flown by. Holy buckets. Why, what's going on? I don't know. All of a sudden I go, oh my God, it's 7. I feel like I could read all, all morning. Read what? Just reading articles. What do you read? Uh, I read about a 71-year-old man who uh, completed the Appalachian Trail Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, I know a 71-year-old man who could probably do it. How long is that? Like 23 miles or something? I don't, yeah, it's... I, it's, think, I don't know. I don't know for it's sure. It's really long. It's way <clears throat> longer than 23. Oh, is it? Yeah, he, da- he completed the daunting 2,200-mile-long 2, trail. 2,200 2, miles? Yeah. Where is it? It goes from yeah, where? It starts in, like, I believe, northern part of West Virginia? Georgia, I'm, and Ge- wraps up in Maine. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was going north to south. Yeah, so yeah, it starts yeah. from, yeah, you're right. But it goes from that, yeah, that is a hell of a trail. A friend of mine actually walked that two years after she did the Pacific Northwest Trail. I guess, what, I don't know what you want to call it. The yeah. Calif- so it basically it goes from San Diego to Seattle. And one day she came home and her boyfriend, unbeknownst to her, just packed up all of his stuff and moved out. See ya. And she was at home by herself in Seattle, miserable. Just, you know, going to work every day. I think she was like a uh, operating room technician and just like told work, I need a leave of absence. I have to I have to leave the city. And she just flew down to San Diego, one way ticket, grabbed a backpack, hit the trail and walked that entire thing. Had never hiked before. Didn't know anything about it. Just did it. Took her like two and a half months. Holy buckets. Yeah. Was she on welfare? I mean, where'd she get the dough? Well, I imagine, you know, she's got... I mean, they, they operating room technicians in a big city like that probably yeah, do pretty true. well. Yeah. yeah. So she probably had some dough saved up for taking a two month sabbatical. But, you know, sometimes it does, money doesn't matter when you have mental health issues. Yeah, you just and, have to go do it. And you just have thing. to go do She said it changed her life. Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. So the mental health issue was she got together with the guy in the first place? More than likely, the guy caused it. I mean, let's be honest. And then yeah, I, yeah. I guarantee he was white, because that, that is the problem. Right. For sure. Right, Brittany? Right. Hi, yeah, simpatico on that one. Right, right, am I right? right? Yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> Just joking. That was... White guys are the problem. What? <laughs> so, I, you know what I like about your generation? You can piss all over one group, but boy, don't go after the others. That one was like Jesus a, Christ. You both pills. That's all I Facetious. Like, facetious man. Yes. No, I you know I got some relatives that are white men, so uh, blow it out your ass. That's all I'm saying. And I Fair, don't. I never get along with any of those. Well, the people in my family know you don't. No. They hate you. It's unbelievable. Uh, how's your morning going, Tom? Pretty well so far. Good. You know, you get in, and I was. There, there's a lot of that 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 goes on here. I'm told one thing, and then it's the other thing, and then it's like that. I got to talk to too many people during the day, so I get all these different ideas and opinions, and yeah. this is going to happen. That's so. I come in, and I go. I have no idea what the hell we're going to do, so that's that's why I'm not the producer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I do hear a lot. Well, I was just telling I was just telling Brittany that uh, tomorrow I'm going to do the morning show, then yeah. I'm going to do the family podcast, then I'm going to go have lunch with a client, then I'm going to play golf with a client, then I'm going to go have dinner with a client. Nice. It's going to be a long, about a twenty-hour day. You know, it'll be be good. 
So when you guys are sitting around in your ass doing nothing, I'll be working like a dog. Yeah. I would love to be able to give you the video and audio component of this show, and I go golfing with clients. How about we? I'd love to switch anytime you want. Okay, you can go to the t- tomorrow then. You're <laughs> I up. I would love to. We might lose the business if you go, but other than that. Other than yeah. that, it's fine. I would love to go. Uh, I'm actually going to be hanging out with uh, your friend Karen over at Audio Ruckus today. Oh, you are? Yeah, I will. She's uh, she's a big fan. She loves you so much. Well, we get I get along with most people. It's not you two. You're two the only people I don't get along with. It's just magnificent other yeah. than that, though. Uh, no, she the, Audio Ruckus, all the way back when it was Cookhouse, all the rest of it, it, it what a great place to work. Where is it? It's, um, what is that building? It's 303... It's a 303 building, isn't it, I think? Yeah, they moved. Rec- uh, yeah, they <laughs> I can't remember the name. I just, when I, I'm at the point now, I've been downtown so many times, I don't need you know, my Garmin or right, Google right. Maps. I, just, I know where I'm going, so I just park and walk into the building. But yeah, back in the day, I would always need like, you know, I need the, where is it from the Fauché? I know how to get to the Fauché. Yeah, right? yeah, from yeah. there, but yeah, but now I'm just, I'm an old hat at it. What is that lumber exchange, you mean? It used to be in the Lumber Exchange building right. for a while, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, many years it was there. Yeah. As a matter of fact, that yeah, that was a good old time. Boy, I tell you what, I had some great times there. Some of the, the great voiceover people from this market. Those are the, these are the men and women who, who built Minneapolis-St. Paul up as a voiceover market. They mm-hmm. uh, did a hell of a job. But I will tell you this, the advertising agencies in this town were highly responsible for that because they believed in local talent and they used it nationally. There you go. It's very smart of them, I think. Yeah. But, you know, so that's the ticket there. So we'll just, uh, I don't know, we'll just slog through life. And so good, I get to take the uh, four hours off with, it's going to be with Bilski, by the way, so good luck. Tomorrow? Playing playing golf with him tomorrow. Oh, my God. Bilski. You're playing, that's your client that you're... Gonna go take. I don't want to hang out with Bill. Yeah, right. He's your BFF. Uh, that's got nothing to do with him being a client. You guys are gonna have so much fun. You think so? Yes. I hope so. I hope you're right. We'll just keep slogging through. It'll be magnificent. You'll have a blast with your friend. I'm hoping. Yes. Um. What else? Anything new happened yesterday? Um. It's funny. You guys keep asking me about yesterday, and I feel like I should have had a more eventful day. All we, I didn't. But well, we're not talking about you here. No, I know, but it's just funny because it, I know it's all about you. It was but, just you like know. a very much so. Rudy's like, "What'd you guys do last night?" I was like, "Nothing." And then you go, "Like, what, what's going on with you?" When you came in with last no, no, yesterday, not with you. No, I meant earlier. You asked. In the no, no, I would never ask what's on with you. You ask me every. You're day. a disaster. Every day. Disaster, but. She's got a little blankie with her today, covering it's, her legs. It's actually um, Alex's sweatshirt. <laughs> oh, is it? It's always Alex's oh, stuff. Oh, she'll be happy to know that. My daughter's sweatshirt. I always borrow your, her stuff. Your extra pants. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, you know how we were talked about the other day that 10,000 or that um, people could change their name to Subway and get oh, yes, free yep. Subway? Yep, I remember that. 10,000 people ended up doing it. Bill Subway. So their name, last name would be Subway? Oh, my God. I don't name? even know. I thought it was their first name. Well, it might be their first name. I don't know. Um, Subway Timmy. Fast food restaurant Subway announced the staggering 10,000 super fans to end up to legally change their first names to Subway. Oh, first name. To receive free sandwiches <clears throat> for life. Uh, the overwhelming response to the name change challenge on Tuesday and revealed that just in 96 hours, thousands of Subway super fans signed up. A lucky winner will be n- named later this month. What? Okay, so they sign up, and then they don't change their name until they get picked, I guess. Right, right. Dang. 
So it'd be like Subway Bernard. That's a bad name. It's a bad name. Subway Bernard. That sounds like I'm going to kill someone, which I might. Which you might. Um, I've said this once and I'll say it again. They need to screen these people that they want to be their um, uh, representing their company because they had the problem with Jared. And yes, they did. It feels like then offering up free Subway to people that are desperate uh-huh. enough to change their names will not lead to something delightful. Did, did that destroy their business pretty much? No, because I think people that were going to go to Subway already were going to go no yeah. matter what. Yeah, maybe. But that was terrible. I would have to agree. Pretty terrible. No question. Yeah, I, I don't... I. I I don't do it by choice. I just haven't been to a Subway in a long time. It's not a, I'm not avoiding them. Yeah. I just don't eat a lot of a lot of sub sandwiches. That might be what it is. Yeah. I'm not I, big on those. I think we've talked about this before is that if I'm going to do, if, you know, Rudy was saying this, if I'm going to do a sub, I'm going to go elsewhere. I just am. And, like, I like uh, the Cup of Java the, at Bryn Mawr, that little coffee yeah, shop. Yep. They make great sandwiches. Like, that's yeah, one of my is good. Favorite. And like a Cuban. Ooh. Love Cuban sandwich. It's the big, thick bread that I don't like. I'm not a big fan of Subway. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's too much bread. Too much. The only time it's nice is back at like Herbert's and Gerbs when they take yeah. the middle out yep. and then yeah, they put it on the top. Guts. Yeah, Herbert's that's how Gerber's. it is. Oh. I like that. Yeah. And then you get a soup on the side and you dip uh. the guts in. Yeah. You do what? Oh, yeah. So it's called the guts when they take the middle the out. guts? Yes. That's what they call them. You can Let's even ask for extra guts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you order a soup, so you can just dip your bread. In oh, there. that's good. Yeah. Now, see, now that sounds good. Yeah. I just don't like that thing when it's like that big, and you got to go, ah, Yeah. Like, Jesus. And then it's got like the little seeds, like the little yes. yellow seeds all over the yep. side of it, and it gets all over the place. Too much. Too, too much, much bread. That's the same with uh, thick style pizza. Give me thin. Too yeah, I, don't, too, I don't like too, thick pizza Yeah, thick, it's too gooey. It's, it's like, too much. It's taffy. Yeah. Be honest with you, it's the only thing I don't like about Chicago. Is a Chicago style Chicago pizza. style pizza yeah. sucks. What exactly is, I know we've hit this before. What exactly is Chicago style pizza? Well, it's what Rudy was describing. So, like, Very thick crust. Deep dish then? It, is that yeah, what it is? Yeah, pretty much. A, a lot of deep dish. But the other thing that they do that drives me bananas, they do cheese and then sauce goes on top. That's no. what I was thinking. No. It's lasagna. No. Gross. Don't like it. Yeah, I agree. like a weird lasagna yeah. at this point. Not a fan. I love lasagna. Now I have to go home. You love lasagna. Are you? Who makes lasagna in your Stouffers. house? Stouffers. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a little too sweet yeah, for me. Is it? Yeah. Oh God! I remember when I was. Well, I couldn't have been single because that was a million years ago. But yeah, it's it's very very sweet. Yeah, I, I agree. I do like the homemade, and you got to go cottage cheese on the inside. Oh, cottage it's cheese so on lasagna? Yeah, I never inside? had that. Yeah, Instead of ricotta? Yeah. Never had it. That yeah. sounds like poor people food to me. Well, yeah. Look who you're asking. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you the go. poors of the poor. Because we, we used to do stuff like uh, that. I'm trying to remember. I know you have to mix like three different things, including an egg in the ricotta. But maybe you do put cottage cheese in it. Yeah. No, we never have. No. I don't know. I, I Look, there are so many great Italian restaurants in town. I'm, I guess we do make it at home once. No, we really don't make it at home very, no. very much at all. It's a lot of work to make lasagna. Mm-hmm. Indeed. I love Italian food, though. I really, really do. You ever been to northern Italy? No. Phenom- what are you going to take that attitude I for? just mean, like, yeah. I, I wish I could. <laughs> look, I would say it in like a your way. Husband? Yeah, right? Like, Sniping at your husband. <laughs> What's his name, Bill? His name is Bill. Bill Arneson. <laughs> Bill, Ar- Bill Arneson. We're both BAs or yes. WAs. 
Um, no, I would love to go to North Island. I just mean, like, of course I haven't. I haven't gone well, anywhere. I don't, you were in the service. You might have gone to Italy on the way back home or no, something. No, I did not go where, to Italy. Where then. did you fly into when you came Germany. back Oh, Germany. Okay, but we only sense. stayed, like, a couple hours while right. we refilled. And right. then... Um, just to Kuwait and Iraq. Did you just for the hell of it get off the plane and go, nine? Yep. And then get back on. One time I was on so many, uh, I was on a sleep bed and I barely, I barely remember being in Germany at all. I have no <laughs> recollection. One of my army friends was like, here, take one funny. of these. And I did and I don't, I, I guess they kept like, so they serve you meals and you're on the plane so long. It just feels right, like meal right. after meal. They just said they kept piling mine up and then taking them. And I was just out the whole time. So did you go, you fly from Kuwait to Germany? Yep. Okay, that makes sense. Because yeah. you were in Kuwait most of the time, weren't you? Yep, we did. Kuwait. We were stationed in Kuwait and convoys in Iraq. Now, how come you don't do what a lot of guys that I went to high school with came back from Vietnam? Why don't you have a necklace with like human teeth hanging from it? Um, yeah, that's that goes with a different outfit. That's a different yeah. outfit. Yeah. <laughs> totally different outfit. They did. I'm not making that up, by the way. Oh, God. I mean, the things that the guys brought back oh, and wear yeah. in general are in, yeah. It's a lot. They are. Did you a lot. wake up for Christ's sake? No, I was like go, remembering. All. Look at the look on her face. I'm like remembering how they they are. The guys there are so insane. I gotta go to work, ma. Did uh, Did you ever see the movie Three Kings with George Clooney? No. Yeah. I yeah. I, yep. I've seen the scene. We've used the scene a lot in training um, when he has a lung collapse. Yeah. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. But no, I don't watch a lot of army movies. No, I could see that. Yeah, no. I get it. Yeah, no, thank you. Well, I don't watch a lot of morning show radio <laughs> <laughs> movies because my years from back in the day were just they're yeah. too traumatic. Yeah. I get it. Are there are a lot of movies about morning radio shows. There's a there's a few out really? there. There was actually a decent show that had Kathy Najimy on it. Mm. That uh, was like a I don't know. It was for one season. It was called Chicago Radio. I think it was called, and was it was it? about a morning show from Chicago. It only lasted one season. I think it was on Netflix, but a morning show from Chicago put it out and it was like a heightened version of basically what we do here. every day Robert Barilla's here oh Robert's yeah. here we gotta sneak Tim back in now again what's <laughs> happening Pally hey. where do you want him to sit You're right here I've got it all set up right there Robert yeah you're gonna go yeah we, yeah we can pop on yeah absolutely I'll let him get set up and then I'll turn his yeah well you know what why don't we do this why don't we go to break because sure. it's time to go to break anyway so we'll go to break we'll be right back the lovely and talented can I call you that? Absolutely. Especially the lovely part? Yeah, yeah. Robert Burrell in studio, ladies and gentlemen, right after this on MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98 and just $10 more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts your exact level, individual needs we're talking here. To help you get the best sleep ever, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98. Enter promo code TOM. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress stoppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillow's history. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I'm driving my car safely and legally communicating on my phone. Minnesota law allows a driver to use their cell phone to make calls, 
text, listen to music or podcasts, and get directions by voice command or single-touch activation without holding your phone. Violations are very expensive. The National Safety Council reports that cell phone use while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes per year, and nearly 400,000 injuries are caused by texting and driving. Not surprising, since four seconds with your eyes off the road is like driving the length of a football field blindfolded. And research shows that just two seconds increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. Texting may only take a second, but it can end your life or ruin it forever. Please, Drive safely and stay alive. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Bradshaw and Bryant. There's a guy named Tom Cross who likes to do kite things. Tom takes the phrase, go fly a kite to an extreme, and for years goes all over the country in search of great kite flying events. Lincoln City, Oregon comes to mind with Chinook winds and seven miles of pristine beach that draws folks from all over North America for the best kite flying conditions in the world. Tom brings a little Minnesota with him when he goes to Lincoln City in his new 2109S Rockwood Mini Light Travel Trailer. The new lightweights from Rockwood are very popular. Tom hauls his trailer from Niemeyer Trailer Sales in Albertville and Elko New Market, Minnesota. Niemeyer Trailer Sales is the only place Tom would prepare his next kite flight. Solar panels, exterior griddle, air conditioning are just a few of the standard features in his Rockwood by Forest River from the place that is your ultimate RV headquarters since 1965. This is Tom Bernard. Visit my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales and take your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Go to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. It would have to be pretty hard to be a depressed supremacist. Like, white power, but not for me. I haven't earned it. I don't know. Maybe you guys. You seem like you're in shape. You have abs. I haven't done a sit-up in like 12 years. I'm a piece of crap. I can't. The marches today, I don't want to leave my bed. It's so warm. And I don't know. Maybe I could just take like a white power nap for 20 minutes, and that could contribute to the hate that we... Nope. All right. It's worth a shot. It's just... It's not good. I haven't done laundry in a month. None of these sheets are rally worthy. You got to bring clean sheets to a rally. That's rally 101. These sheets have stains on them. That's a chocolate stain. What kind of message is that going to stand? Go to the rally, got a chocolate stain. I'm like, that's not. I guess I'm just not feeling okay, KK, right now. Boy, aren't you wound up? <laughs> ah, damn. So when you go to like you play clubs down south, you switch it over to the woke 
pain in the ass, or what do you? Oh do? yeah, I mean, I talk about I have a new bit now that I'm doing uh, on uh, uh, in the the LGBTQAI. The A stands for asexual, so I have a whole rant on like, well, what are we even doing if that's you know, yeah. it's, this is the sexual identity group. Like yeah, you're so just taking no, off right. that table. Right, it's like a atheist in church or something. Like, what benefit? Very good point. Like, yeah, the Qs are questioning. What are you going to learn from the A? Right, yeah. like, what's it like sleeping with a fella? I don't know. Gross. How about a uh, lady? I don't know. Gross. Like, did you get lost? This doesn't seem like this thing is for you. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> works for me. By the way, I do. And I'm very serious about this. Uh, Robert was in the last week. Had another guest in at that time. Uh, you guys don't see eye to eye on anything politically, but you both handle that very well, and I, I appreciated that. Well, I think the important thing is maintaining a sense of humor about it, and yes. I think just being able to laugh at your own side. I mean, that's when, uh, yep. and I try to balance it out material-wise, where I, I try to avoid being painted or pigeonholed a certain thing. Where I like for the the, the shows I'm doing. This week at Acme, I, I open with some Biden stuff. Then I, I pivot. I kind of balance it back and forth where there's some jokes that if you lean right, you're going to like more than if you lean left. But then I kind of balance it out. And then, okay, so if you lean left, you're probably going to like this a little bit more without explicitly saying like, well, this bit's for a Democrat. This bit's for a Republican. It's just kind of going from one tangent to another. And they can kind of pick and choose uh, which which bits they find funnier than the next one. But I think the important thing is not sounding real soapboxy because I think that's yeah. where comics lose yeah. people is they're like, yep. well, I'm right, and look at these idiots believe yeah. in there. Versus what I try to do is just go, not give any answers, but just go, I think we can all agree this isn't the answer, and then try to find some common ground about you know the ridiculous uh, step that I've taken logically with the bits that are you know, based on politics or current events or things like that. You know, what I love about that is the fact that I did find out recently, because I didn't know it before a few months ago, that, again, I, I think I mentioned this to you, that I grew up a Democrat, then I tried to be a Republican for a while, and now I'm pretty much a centrist, which is the worst place you can be. <laughs> now everybody hates your guts. It's like, Jesus, settle down. Yeah, yeah, cool. It's true. At some point, compromise just became this horrible thing. Oh, yeah. well, I know. Well, if you work with Obama, you're a communist. If you <laughs> sign off with Trump, you're you're racist and a capitalist pig and all that oh, stuff. God. And it's like, well, the prison reform thing, a lot of people seem to like that. He <laughs> signed off on that, you know? So it's like there's... And that's kind of what I try to do is, is pick those little fun areas where most of us can come together. And then, I mean, some people just aren't going to come along for the ride no, either. But that's yeah. also sort of fun, too. Is I mean, I shouldn't say it's fun pissing people off. But uh, to me, it's fun to take positions that I know I'm in the right but clearly some people aren't going to be on board for and then just sort of like double down and, and try to like I've been doing a, a bit on the prophet Muhammad and uh, just talking about uh, there's uh, I, I kind of I don't back down on I have a, re a reference to the uh, female genital mutilation that goes sure. on in Middle Eastern countries. And I, I'm staunchly against that, but I do the joke, and then there's all, I'm like, it's not, 
this isn't me, right? I'm not, I'm not, you know, the the, the, the prime minister of Yemen. Like this no. is, yeah. And so I, I double down on that, and it's fun too. Where it's like, no, I think we can all be against that. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't think it's culturally insensitive to be against the female. And if it is, then I guess I'm insensitive. But call me old fashioned. I think the clitoris should stay put. You know, I like it. I feel I'll go strongly limb, about that. You know, yeah. yeah. I like it. That's brilliant thinking right there is all I have to say to you. Well, thank Hardly. you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> but th- that's that's the fun aspect of a lot of the new material I'm doing Good. is just finding topics like that. So it is kind of boundary pushing. But if you think about it, you're like, no, we should all agree that this is a bad thing, right? Like, yeah. or are we not even there yet? But it's also a fun I thing to so. explore. I would hope so, too. Yeah. But I will tell you, Robert, that I have life experience in this area because... Um, you know, I did well in my career, which is going to cause family problems. If you have, I have six brothers and sisters. Grew up in a nice Catholic family, right? As soon as I kind of, and I didn't dump the Democratic Party. I just wanted to try something else to see what they were having to say, right? Just so wanted gonna, to see other parties, right? Yeah, just yeah. check yeah, out yeah. the Republican just, deal, see how <laughs> that deal is. Uh, when I made that decision, which was, I think, 25 years ago, my oldest brother and sister haven't spoken to me since. House. My really? own brother and sister. They're both ardent Democrats, and they will not talk to me. It's like, what? Yeah, that's crazy. How do we learn it? Well, you know, they're not that bright. Because it's a Kennedy thing, right, probably? Oh, it's a stuff. big yeah, Kennedy that, thing. Yeah, my dad's oh, yeah. right, too. That's, yeah, going back to, yeah, <laughs> 1960. Yeah, oh, for sure. Very I mean, it's... Good. I doubt it's a Lyndon Johnson thing. <laughs> no, it was not Lyndon Johnson, especially with my mother. Yeah. Why has he got his pants down again at this interview? You know, he used to sit on the toilet and do interviews. Oh, he would have been, he like waved his dick at reporters <laughs> he and did. stuff. He oh, was a, those a audio man. clips are yeah. hilarious. How he'll like burp straight into the phone yeah. and they'll talk about how he needs his inseam looser because he keeps ripping. It's, oh, yeah. it's, yeah, oh. he was, he was, I mean, not, I wouldn't say as promiscuous as Kennedy, but he had affairs too. It's just right, like, it's right. not anything anyone wants to endure. like the Kennedy, yeah. it's a kind of like, ooh, romantic yeah. twist in the hall or something. But like, you don't want to think about Lyndon Johnson yeah. getting a knobber in the bathroom and stuff. You're right. like, that's, ah, that's, yeah. Kennedy was yeah. at least cute. Yeah. Yeah. The big difference, you know, mm-hmm. but, and he enjoyed the pool. Yes, he did. They covered that pool up now, you know, in the White House. Oh, really? really? That's where the press room is now. They, they covered over the pool, and that's where the press room is now. It has been for years. Really? he semened it up too much. The filters were like, no more. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, it's interesting. I, and I, like I said, I'm, and I was very serious about that, Robert. Having you guys together, and you were very funny together. You were both very giving and, you know, bounced off each other well. A lot of people couldn't do that. I'm just here to tell you. And I think that's part of the problem with social media and the bubbles oh, and yeah. stuff is oh, where, yeah. like, you just get, okay, well, here's my bubble. And then it's really lazy for comedians, too, where because I there's there's some pockets where they, they just do, like, the same two or three rooms. It's the same audience every time, and mm-hmm. they write for that audience. And it's like, okay, so you can kill in this one particular venue where everybody thinks like you. But when you work the road and you and you do small towns and bar oh, yeah. shows yeah. and and you know in the heart of Trump territory where it's all this as far as you would think that he won again or has been president the entire right. time and entertain right. those people and you, you need to be able to make them laugh too and be respectful of their opinions and worries and fears and stuff and yep. 
a lot of times it's it's almost more fun with a conservative audience. I think Bill Maher might have said something like this at one point, but like they'll laugh at anything. Yeah. Whereas with liberal audiences, like, well, that's a marginalized group, and you're like, I think, you know, or like like with that's the Prophet true. Muhammad bit, where it's like this is a religion of million. I'm not punching down. If anything, I'm punching up. Right. Like these, yeah, you know, where it's like, okay, I think we're all going to be okay. This is a joke here. But yeah, it, last week I went from Boise to Portland. <laughs> on a Thursday to a Friday, it was like getting the bends. I'm like, th- these are two wildly different crowds. Oh, I bet. Oh, yeah. It, they are super liberal in Portland, but still fun people. You know, mm-hmm. great times. Well, so, when they're not burning the city to the ground. Yeah. Well, I mean, they took a break to come to the comedy <laughs> yeah. show, obviously. Yeah. Uh, did you alter your routine then, kind of tweaked it, or did you find yourself like at a point where your routine will go either way? No, a little. I mean, just a, a couple words here and there, just to not. You know, there's a thing where, I don't know, I talk about pronouns. And before I usually launch into it, I'm like, people who still use pronouns, it's like these idiots that are out there still wearing masks. In Boise, Uh-oh. huge applause. They were Uh-oh. like, yeah, half those guys. <laughs> Portland, I was like, we're going to leave the mask bit out of this act tonight. For, <laughs> That's a good just because, call. yeah. So you tailor it a little bit. But the problem is, and Robert can attest to this, if you go up there and you give a version that is super you know, inauthentic of yourself and then you bomb, it's terrible to go back into that dressing room and be like, man. I can't believe, first off, I bombed, and then secondly, I wasn't true to, to who I am. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And that part yeah. sucks worse than anything. You should just yell at, you're not even booing at me. This yeah. isn't me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different version of myself. I don't know who I am. I'm a poser. I'm a poser. Yeah, joke's on you guys. I'm not even being genuine right now. Uh, yeah, no, they can tell. They can yeah. definitely tell. Oh, and yeah. I think there's they respect you more for... Uh, yeah, I guess for being genuine, for a lack of, uh, you know, an, another way to describe it, because I and that's the benefit to to poking fun at both sides. So I open with mm-hmm. a good chunk of Biden material. And I think that also buys me some leeway when I joke about abortion or something else where the right's probably not going to like it. But I, I do a clever, silly enough way about it, too, where I'm just not like. You know, hey, everybody, let's get out there and murder a bunch of babies. Like, I'm not phrasing it like that. I, I, I'm a bit more nuanced than that. But I think by, you know, tossing out some red meat material-wise for everybody, then I think it, then at the end of the day, it's like, okay, well, I mean, he joked about Biden. He joked about some other stuff. And then there, there's a balance to it versus just going up there and, exactly. and being a partisan hack. By the way, I, do me a favor because we're friends now. Okay. You have to do well, he doesn't say yes. He goes, okay. No, he knows, I don't he knows it as fact. Right Tom, he I'm knows bracing it as myself fact. for the favor. This yeah. has nothing to do with the friendship. This is the because even my own friends are like, we're friends, right? I'm like, I'm not helping you move. I don't, <laughs> yeah, right? I don't. See, yeah, you yeah. Go. No, but uh, do yourself a favor mm-hmm. when you're doing your Muhammad bit. Yep. Do not ever show a picture of him. <laughs> don't ever do that. He's got one in his wallet right now. <laughs> hey, look at this. No, no, no. You don't want to yeah. do that. Robert Brill, ladies and gentlemen, at Acme, tonight through Saturday, as a matter of fact. Listen to this. Hailed by the Minneapolis Star Tribune as the sharpest political commentator on the Twin Cities comedy scene. What do you mean, Twin Cities? I'd say in America. Well, I would agree. Neil Justin's the one that wrote the the, the quote. I've had people tell me that there's been small town people who go like, oh, the Star Sickle and Tribune likes him. I'm not going to go. Like, come to the show. They just assume 
But I also blame lefty comics for that, too, because when Trump was president, they'd be like, well, I do political comedy. And then they just go on stage and say Trump's a moron or whatever. Right. And you're like, well, that's not even, yeah. Yeah. you know, right. I, like at least do a clever, funny joke and maybe they'll laugh at it and then move on. Don't dwell on it. But I think they're just used to to lazy, uncreative writing about that kind of stuff. And unfortunately, it, it rubs off on me. But So I got to ask all, all three of you a question, because here's what I don't understand is I and again you you like these people I got no problem with that I just have a really hard time uh, ethically telling between Trump and Biden they're the same person they're in it for the money mm-hmm. I mean they are they're both in it for the money and that's all that matters yeah I mean I definitely think uh, well Trump's definitely in the in the money for it now because he's got like a thousand lawyers to pay yeah, he's and got a lot of bills to pay. Yeah, yeah. It's almost funny now, though, where, like, Biden's, he's just so old that it's, it. I don't know, you don't you don't see the same, like, if, if it was Hillary, you'd be like, oh, Craven. Whereas Biden is just so out of touch, and the stuff that I see is like a fake text exchange between him and Obama about donating, and it's almost yeah. like, oh, this is just cute. Like, yeah. You know, they're both their grandkids are doing it, or at least Biden's grandkid is doing it. I will tell you, though, I know some people from Delaware. Mm-hmm. That guy's been a scumbag his whole life. <laughs> they hate him. Well, yeah, he was elected at 35 yeah. or yeah, something, right, Very too? Young. Super young, yeah. Yeah, I just, that's the biggest problem I have. I don't know who the hell I'm going to vote for for president. I have no idea who I'm going to vote for because I'm not wild about either guy. Now, I've met Trump. I had lunch with Trump once. I've never met Biden. You know, if he called me and wanted to come to the White House, I'd go. Why yeah. wouldn't I? But I just, they, they're the exact same person to me. Same pile of bullshit to make money. <laughs> I do feel like Biden would have a harder time grabbing my pussy. Like, there's that. Yeah. Well, it could be just because he's so old, you mean? Yeah, just in general. Yeah. Oh, I think that family's pretty yeah. good at that. Well, listen, he was going to fall... I mean, like, his, yeah. He was going to fall off that bike if he didn't grab it, okay? <laughs> That's exactly right. He was, just, That's exactly right. He was just trying to stop his fall. Only because, like, was definitely I've been there... Done that. I've got somebody, my foot stuck in that. You got never grabbed. I thought you were talking about getting grabbed. Oh, I've, like, had, oh. I've been my crap. Well, I've been in the military, of course. Well, I've that's true. I forgot about that part. Yes, um, Jesus. It was eventually consensual. Just kidding. <laughs> you don't have a brother, do you? <laughs> I have a brother. Yeah. Do you? Yes. Okay. That's why. The, that's why the slogan is a few good men. Like, yeah. can we get a few <laughs> yeah. guys in it's here? Can we just try a few? Exactly. Good, yeah. Not the majority, but just yeah. Just a few. No, honestly, I, I, but I've never liked politicians. I got to be honest. My mother adored JFK because he was Catholic. Yeah, I mean, she was a big Democrat anyway. Uh, so, it and was that just, was a thing too. It was like, oh, he's taking orders from the Pope. Oh like, yeah. Now, in hindsight, oh, we're like, what a ridiculous. <laughs> I know. But at the time, he would have to give speeches and like. <laughs> <laughs> that he's not going to take orders from the Pope. I mean, it's bizarre. That's yeah. really funny to think that. about. Yeah. Well, they th- they really did believe that, by the way. I bet. I remember. Yeah. No question. My mother got so pissed off. First time she's ever been that angry with me. So that was 1960. So I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. And I, did a, I, I read a lot when I was a kid. You know, I just like to read a lot of different things. And after he was in office about a year, I said, Mom, why do you like John F. Kennedy so much? He said, well, he's an ethical president. He takes care of the little guy, and I just really liked it. I said, Mom, his father was in the mafia. 
God, did she get pissed off. <laughs> oh, she didn't like me bringing that up at all, I'll tell you. But, you know, we're Catholics, so we're used to the mafia. Mm-hmm. At, yeah, you know what? As long as you get one of yours in there, that's, yeah, exactly. you know, it's, uh, that's what counts. Organized crime, baby. No, yeah, I, that's, I, yeah, it was Chicago, right? Cook County or something? That was the, the whole thing with the uh, arrangement with Sam G. and Kana. And, and, uh, and West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Very good. Was West, but wasn't West Virginia the primaries though? I didn't think the general was. I mean, I think yeah, they I pulled even... some shenanigans to get it from Humphrey, yeah, but yeah, uh, I so. yeah. I don't know. Like I said, the president's the president's got nothing to do with me. Mm. I got. I got to be honest with you. I'm looking back on the presidents. I can't really find one that I liked all that much. I mean, for the sake of comedy, it's a fun touchstone. Oh, yeah. Oh, where, yeah. yeah. And that's yep. one thing that I, I do, and I, I talk about this in the set too. Like, I really appreciate about. Biden is it's almost like George W. Bush is back in there where when you make fun of him, it's like no matter what your political stripes are, you can laugh at it. Whereas Trump, people would get very defensive about Trump in some places. Obama, you'd come off. You don't want to seem racist or anything. And so with Biden, I can just have Adam and then everybody laughs. And I have an argument to make here. Okay, The fact that you won't make fun of a black person is racist. Oh, well, I still did make fun no, of them. No, I know you did. I'm just yeah, talking about yeah. the average person that goes, oh, I can't make fun of black people. Why? They're humans. Well, they're, I think it depends on it. how you do well, it. Well, of course. Like, yes, I, I mean, I let's not say that it isn't at all. I'm going to use the on... big end here, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. And yeah. No, no, I understand exactly. But, but I, there are all these people, well, you can't do that to black people. They're big, strong people. They can handle it. Yeah. See, I find I that mean, very racist, actually. Not, not joking about them. Yeah, just protecting the black people. Oh, sure. Yeah, Yeah. settle down. Yeah, I agree. They are big, strong people who average 2.8 rushing yards every season. Yeah, damn right. (laughs) Hey, no, they're carrying our ass. That's all I know. I've heard that before, by the way. Sure. I would go through the neighborhood with some friends. You know, I grew up in a lot of different races in my neighborhood. And they, honest to God, one of the first things you, if I would bring my friend Benny home with me, Benny Crushon, very handsome young black man. I would bring him to different houses, whatever. Not my, I mean, when he was at my house, he was fine. Other houses, they'd go, well, you must be good at sports. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There was a newscaster at Channel 5, and he was a a large black man, but he was a nerd. Oh, really? I used to give him so much crap about it, because he wore glasses, and he was, like, super into Harry Potter, and I'm like, I'm like, you do really? Is that you could just go to any club in downtown Minneapolis tonight and slay. And he's like, I just want to sit at home and play D&D. And I'm like, why? What a waste. What a waste. Oh, I would I kill feel to that. be you. I would kill I to it. be you. I was, I'm short and boring. I would kill to be you. And he's like, yeah, sorry, dude. Who needs P&V if you got D&D? Yes, oh, yeah. I've always, always said that. I've now always said that. Oh, I remember. Yep, that's mm-hmm. our clip. Boom, yeah. hit it. Yep. What time do you have to hit the road? Oh, I got time. Because we're gonna, you, I think you should be on with Kristen Burt, don't you? Think? I'd love that. I hear the two of you talking uh, the the issues of the day. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, count me in. And she's another one of you too. Yeah, then it'll be I'm just four against one. I'm just here although to I'm hang. not conservative, so it's not really against me. It's kind of only half against me. I'm halfway yeah. against. Is that good? Yeah, sure. it's fine with it's me. It's a good position. Yeah. So it'll be us and part of you versus part, the other yeah, part of you. Part yeah. Of me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I have to fight with myself. There you go. See, I got the left, I got the right, and I got to. I don't know how the couples do it. 
Because every election oh, yeah. they do some oh, yeah. human interest story on couples where one's one and one's the other. I don't know how you do that. And like, oh yeah, we like. There's no way you can pull off unless like one of you's in the bottom of the house, one right. using the top of the house, or. I don't know. I mean, if it's local stuff, then okay, sure. Like Minnesota, yeah, I feel yeah. like it's I mean, it, it's been Democrats for statewide offices for a while. But when it was Republicans, Arnie Carlson, Tim Pawlenty, it wasn't anything like at the national level, no. I feel like. No. I mean, there was a bit of that and all the rest. It, it just I mean, with the with down. walls and the, the, the vaccine mandate, stuff like that, maybe it, it was more contentious. But for a long time, I don't think that it was anywhere near with the like the vitriol and just the can't compromise you know although i do remember when the 35w bridge went down <laughs> i will never forget that that's palenti's fault like yeah. what yeah, yeah. how would, mm. i don't think he designed the bridge 20 years ago first of mm-hmm. all and i know he didn't build why do they jump right you know what this whole thing went to hell it's got to be the democrats i think fault. it's got to yeah. be like a control thing right like men and women uh, have that like nice inability to to feel like they're out of control when those big things happen. Oh, sure, and there's yeah. a sense of well, let's quickly blame somebody so we can feel. It's childish. Absolutely, or it conspiracy is. theories. A lot of that oh, too, yeah. with like nine oh, eleven yeah. and it, like I forget who the comic was, but there's a uh, there was some comic that had a really funny bit about nine eleven. Uh, he was a he's a Middle Eastern comic. He's like, can we just get credit for something? Like, <laughs> Just typical white guy, like, nah, Bush was probably behind. Like, come on, give us some credit. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that is the truth, by mm-hmm. the way. That's yeah. absolutely true. By the way, before we uh, move on, yeah. you know Alex's story, the, the bridge story, right? No. She left work at North American Banking Company, went on her way home and didn't go south. She went across 694. She could have been on that bridge. Oh, my God. I mean, that's... Uncle Tommy. Well, I'm not Uncle Tommy there. I'm Daddy Tommy. Yeah. I don't know what the hell I would do. What What's yeah. that like when a bridge collapses because of poor construction, which is what caused the bridge to collapse? I mean, in a sense, it might have saved us from ever being the victims of a terrorist attack. Because well, Al-Qaeda maybe. could have been having to. And it's like, hey, did we do that bridge thing? Like, yeah. no, no, that just fell down on its own. Like, oh, <laughs> oh these people are Minnesota's good. Yeah, Let's just no, leave them fine. alone. We're fine. Hey, what happened to the Metrodome? Did we do that? No, no, that just that went on its own. To like, Just a sad wow, terrorist there. at a coffee shop in Northeast yeah, yeah. with a bomb yes. vest on, just sitting there with a tear down his coming down his face like yeah, that could have yeah. been me that <laughs> could have been me very sad there's no doubt about it now that's uh that's a hell of a story but see this is what i like to i don't think and i know there's nowhere on tv you can see what we're doing you cannot yeah. find news on tv it's either way left or way right yeah um bill maher's show is usually pretty good yeah that's yeah. Hilla, the best and that's the, and the, it's like it's okay to argue with somebody too like we don't agree that's fine let's have and I think part of the problem is just that Midwestern sensibility of like, oh, I don't want to ruffle any feathers. Like, yeah. I married um, – my wife is Italian, and her father is is a pretty big lefty. And he's rant, he rants about Trump so much every day that, like, 
I eventually just become a Trumper by the end of the conversation just for the sake of like, well, now I just ha- I have to argue with you because otherwise you're just loudly agreeing with me. And so we go back and forth. But it's also there's no hard feelings. And it's like we and and the genuine disagreements we do have. It's like, OK, we'll we'll have our argument. We realize we're not going to change. It was like, all right, well, let's you know watch something else or let's have lunch or something. And we I think part of the pro- and I, I get where some issues if it's like abortion, if it's, you know, whatever, people do take it very personally and 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 stuff. But a lot of the other issues you don't need to take personally. And it's okay to agree to disagree. And the fact I that I think we've we've lost a lot of those skills because of the bubble, because of social media, because of like, oh, you shared a, a pro Trump meme. Well, we're not friends anymore. And it's like, well, maybe you should keep that person <laughs> in your life and understand where they're coming. And you know? <clears throat> yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah. I'm going to do a little math and see if I'm right. Okay. Okay. Italian guy. That's what you were saying. Yep. Big time Democrat. Uh, my my father-in-law, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Union guy. Uh, yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah. It's the, Boy, it's that the was Kennedy hard thing. to get to. It's the Kennedy thing. Yeah. Oh, it's the union thing. Mm-hmm. More than With oh, Italians. Sure. Yeah. The only Italians I know that are, are liberal are yeah. all really hardline union <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that that goes back to like the '40s and stuff oh, yeah. when they because oh, yeah. the government worked with the mob to get spies on the ports because after Pearl Harbor it was like oh shit our I can say it, we're a podcasting yeah. right yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, ah fuck our uh, you know we're we're susceptible <laughs> well, we're susceptible to anything so they actually uh, you know made agreements with the mob where they would turn a blind eye to the mob's activities that yep. the mob would allow them to put uh, spies and stuff on the docks to examine things and. Yeah, that's another fascinating history, just the mob in the country. How'd that work out for Hoffa? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's he doing? They never did find him. They, they, I know the last year they thought they found him, but they didn't. Yeah, yeah. There was. A, I read some book about him. There was a whole chapter about uh, Bobby Kennedy versus Jimmy Hoffa. Right. Like, I don't know if you could say either one of them won. I think they I both uh, ultimately <laughs> lost in the long run in that face-off. Boy, that was tough being a teenager, man. When all that stuff was going on, I was a teenage oh, boy. And that's the thing. And oh. I, I, there's so like recency bias. I get it too. But when when everybody's like, "Oh, the world's ending," it's like, go see Oppenheimer. Or like, go <laughs> yeah, read exactly. a little bit of history. Like, I'm at, yeah, like being a kid when all your political leaders are getting popped oh. off every, or your uh, <clears throat> civil rights leaders are getting popped off every other year. And you know, I mean, sixty-three to seventy was a bitch. Everybody yeah. got killed. Yeah, it's like, are terrifying. It was, to oh, think it was about. horrible. They mm-hmm. talk about this being like such a violent time, and I'm like, back in the day, we used to throw gladiators into a ring with lions, and for our entertainment. Yeah, at just, least they didn't steal your car, though. Yeah, just to watch it happen, and people would go, "Well, what about MMA?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but those guys are voluntarily in the ring. Yes, it's, yes. A, it's a why. It's a it's a huge difference. But yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah, no doubt, Robert, you can stay with us for a while. Absolutely. I yeah. do have to ask you one question. I'm here to hang up. Even though the okay. spelling of your name is B-A-R-I-L. Yes. How many times has somebody said, hey, coming in with us, Robert Brazil? Oh, it, it gets messed up constantly. <laughs> Basil, Brazil, Bail, uh, Braille. It's, it's five letters. I knew it's it. not, yeah. I knew mm-hmm. it. B-A-R-I-L. What the, how would you say that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We got it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Because I grew up it. with a bunch of Democrat Catholics. So I'm, oh, there you go. Yeah, that'll uh, 
I think I believe it's French. I think I come from a long oh, line yeah. of dirty French fur traders. Well, you look French. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah you for do. Sure. I mean, you look, mm-hmm. which is a compliment. Don't Thank, get me well, wrong. Well, no. I wasn't sure how to take it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> fur trader does sound like slang for a very uh, promiscuous dude yeah, in the seventeen hundreds. Yeah. Yes, definitely. I was going to say your ancestors are lesbians. I they work the docks. All right. They. <clears throat> well, I will tell you this because. I am the way I am. I said, hey, Tom, you're German, aren't you? Like, how do you know? Because of the way you look? I was like, okay. Let me do the, I'll, I'll do the yeah. new step for you. Happy yeah, now? Yeah. We're good to go. The tiny mustache gives it away. God, can you imagine me wearing a tiny? You know that nobody, that, that mustache style was very popular until yeah. Hitler did it. And then mm-hmm. it just went away. I, w- I literally did research about this last <laughs> oh, night because I'm yeah. doing a joke about it. But... <laughs> Michael Jordan is the only man who has ever pulled off the Hitler mustache, and nobody gave him crap about it. That's how good of a basketball player he was. Oh, he was. That's how you could have the Hitler mustache, and nobody told him to shave it. Chaplin did. Chaplin did it first, though. Right? I mean, it was a fake mustache. Yeah. But wasn't yep. he was the one? Yeah, because yeah. he had it before Hitler did. Right. I and then think Hitler he came on the scene. Yeah. 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 I think it was like thirty-seven <clears throat> is when Chaplin started with the mustache. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back with Richard Brazil just a couple of minutes from now. <laughs> it's mustache talk. going to be unbelievable. Robert Brazil, ladies and gentlemen, Acme Comedy Company tonight, tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday. We'll talk. Uh, Robert, I'm glad you can stick around for a while because Kristen Burt is coming up in just a couple of seconds. Thank you to North American Banking Company for being such a great partner of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. I've been banking there for years, and I highly recommend you do the same. North American Banking Company is locally owned, operated, which means loan decisions are made here in the Twin Cities. They're not shipped out of state. This helps business owners solve problems and expand their business with confidence. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. When North American Banking Company first opened in 1998, they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers, where you know your banker and they know you. While a lot has changed since 1998, this commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities has not. There is no shortage of banking options in the Twin Cities. If you're tired of being just a number to your big national bank, be sure to check out North American Banking Company. Find them online at nabanco.com. That's nabanco.com, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Attention all power sports enthusiasts. This August, we invite you to celebrate with Power Lodge as they hit a major milestone 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marina and power sports course. To say thank you, each of their locations will host a local community appreciation day. It's a great idea. Join Power Lodge in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, or St. Cloud as they roll out the red carpet with delicious food, amazing prizes, fantastic giveaways, and unbeatable special pricing. As the grand prizes, they'll be raffling off a variety of Polaris ATVs and snowmobiles. Check out PowerLodge.com for event dates near you this Saturday, August 12th. Join Hubbard and Ramsey at Power Lodge from noon to 2 when Tom Bernard Morning Show and Score North Swag. Plus, someone who registers to win on Saturday will score a pair of Gopher Cornhusker home opener football tickets. Ooh, that'd be fun. Uh-huh. Great stadium, too. That's on the 31st of August, by the way. Lower level seats and on the 50-yard line. What do you think of that action? Yeah. 
follow uh, Power Lodge on social media as they unveil 25 days of deals on the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, boats, and supplies from the top brands in power sports. That's right. 25 days of back-to-back incredible offers. You won't want to miss this. Mark your calendar for this Saturday and get in on the action during the 25th anniversary Power Lodge, where throttle therapy begins. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Robert is in studio with us. Robert, what is it, LaBarrel? What is it? <laughs> Barrel. Barrel. Butterscotch. Bobby Barrel. That'd be a good comedian name. Yeah, I do. Yeah, there's some comics that have a lot of fun with it. <laughs> See, uh, I'm not doing yeah. that. I'm just trying to point them the right barrel. Yep. That's what I'm trying to do mm-hmm. here. At Acme tonight, tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, the whole shoot and match. And, of course, now joining us from Los Angeles, California, Kristen Burt. How are you doing, my dear? Oh, are you there, Kristen? Have her? Oh, she's muted. Oh. I got her. Doo, doo, doo. All right. There, there we go. She is. There she is. The production on this show is just magnificent. <laughs> what can we say? Really I'm going to blame Kristen on that one. Sorry. Yeah, way to go, Kristen, you pill. <laughs> so, it's like my first day using StreamYard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you've mm-hmm. never used it before for 12 never. years. I didn't use it yesterday twice, not at all. <laughs> no, Robert, uh, Kristen has been doing, I do a family podcast as well after this one. Okay. With my wife, our son, and our daughter. The whole family do a podcast together. I have for 12 years. And right from the beginning, Kristen Burt was with us from Los Angeles. It was nice. wonderful. Oh, those headphones didn't work. I don't think they, oh, there we go. That's way better. Yeah, for a second, I just thought I was going deaf. But mm-hmm. this uh, makes a lot off. more sense. So they'll charge. Yeah. What is happening? Are we all falling apart? It's off the wheels today, Kristen. Today? How about every day? Disaster. You've got to use Tom. You're a disaster. Yes, I'm a disaster. That's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) Tom, you disaster, you. Now, you both, it's going to be great. What I'm going to do is I'm going to ask, you know, Rudy and and Brittany and me to shut up in a couple of seconds. And I want you two to interview Brad Blanks, who's coming up in about five minutes. Will you both do that? Sure. <laughs> now, I'm looking at both of you. You got Robert. You got Kristen. It's quite a sharp-looking couple on that bottom line there. Don't you? Can you see the uh, the video? I, I do, yeah. So I you look at that. Yep. 
handsome <laughs> devil like you, and then you got Kristen, the lovely and talented. I don't so know. So she didn't even argue like, with that. Did you say, oh, no, I was like, yeah. no, I just was thinking, though. I'm like, if you're trying to hook us up, I'm married. So. I know, I'm married. I just, no, like, I'm just saying you have Listen, you guys again. just need to make a baby, okay? We don't need you to be married. Oh, God. See, you try um, to be nice I to am, people like you. I am childless by choice, so there we go. Yeah, but it's the child's choice, not yours. They are. I don't oh. want you as a mother forgiven. No, I'm a Oh, there's my baby. Hey, London. London. I know. London loves this show. Every morning, she walks in the closet, and here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she does like to come in during the show. You're absolutely right. There's no doubt about it. Um, (laughs) Kristen, I want to start out. There's a show that was recommended by a friend. uh, Well, you know Dr. Basham. You were on with him on Tuesdays on the family show. He comes on on Tuesdays. His lovely wife recommended a show. And damn it, now I can't think of the name of the show. It's from Australia. It's a very talented woman, Kitty. I don't remember what the hell her name is, but it's one word title. Oh, Fisk. Fisk. That's yeah, exactly I what it is. I started watching it. Yeah. That Fisk. show's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, it's great. Did you already start watching catch. it, Tom? I uh, watched the first two episodes last night, yes. I love this. Tom juggles like 16 shows at once, and he's like, <laughs> he's two episodes in. Every single show that's on the air right now. <laughs> it is Fisk. It's rich. she is amazing. What a, do you know this show, Kristen? No, tell us. I have not watched it yet. <clears throat> it's a woman who gets a job at a law office, and she actually is an attorney. I think. Yeah, maybe a barrister. Uh, yeah, she. Yeah, but they. She does a. Uh, is it probate law? Yeah, something yeah, like something that. Like that so, yeah, yeah, so it's not that it's not like suits. It's <laughs> no, it's, it's not. Suits. So it's like the least glamorous. <laughs> it's just people who've had people die, basically. And she she got divorced. Her husband left her for an older woman, and uh, oh. she's just struggling to get her life back together. <laughs> she's like living in an Airbnb, and it's good. She's not Meghan it's, Markle, is what you're saying? No, no Meghan Markle in this one. No. Oh, yeah, I'm telling like you. No suits is killing it on uh, streaming right now. She has mm-hmm. uh, an an Asian woman and her daughter lease the or what is it? I guess it. Yeah, they the own the Airbnb. They so own just the feel Airbnb. Free to come at any time, and yeah. <laughs> so the daughter comes mm-hmm. knocks the door. Uh, my mother's very upset because you're listening to the television and it's too loud. She's like, "What are you talking about? I wasn't even listening to the television." She goes, "Well, it's just too loud." And you need to turn it down. She got well, I'm not turning it down. The woman walks over, unplugs it, and yeah. carries the TV out the front door. Well, now you don't have a television. This is my house. Because she yeah. is an Airbnb. Uh, was it? Would they be renters? At least, what the hell would they yeah, be? She, yeah, she'd be renting, yeah. I it guess would be, be yeah. renting. But yeah, it's definitely, it's very dry. It kind of, it's oh, sort of it's like funny. the office and stuff, where yeah. you almost have to have the volume <clears throat> jacked up, because they are so quick with the lines. It's very... Mm-hmm. Uh, very dry, deadpan. Um, it, it's good stuff, and uh, it's got it's got like the the Seinfeldian thing where the the ending usually is is a callback to a few things, yes. or it kind of arranges itself with a really funny ending based on the stuff that's happened prior in the show. That sounds good. Oh, you'd love yeah. it, particularly wearing that sweatshirt. You'd love it. Yeah, because is it a very every, brown? She the only thing she wears is brown and yellow. Depressing. Yeah, yeah. Love that. Mm-hmm. Love that. But is it a Taylor sweatshirt? This one is not a Taylor Swift sweatshirt. Not a no. Taylor sweatshirt. No. Oh, Taylor Swift came up yet again. That's been, what, the 800th day in a row? <laughs> is it an Earth, Wind, and Fire sweatshirt? Yeah. <laughs> now you're talking. Or, or a Lionel that Richie? actually kind my of mom, like my cheap, mom and sister, I think. Earth, yeah. Wind, and Fire? Yeah. My mom, we, they I were just here, that. Kristen, uh, last weekend. My mom and sister went to it. Everybody I know went to that show. I feel like they would have like a really cool logo on the back of their hoodie. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm still broke from Taylor Swift, though, so I can't afford new sweatshirts. Five the billion dollars. money Taylor's making yeah. off of merch has to be astounding. I'm not even talking about tickets or anything else. The right. merch is really what is driving this tour. Yeah, and the panic around the merch, because um, I bought, a, you can buy most of her stuff, her stuff just online and get it <laughs> sent to you. So I, like, did that in advance because I'm not going to go early, whatever. And then a listener messaged me. He's like, I'm in the merch line. What do you need? I said, ah, a T-shirt, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so, like, not sudden, even the, the, is it, but the blue crew sweatshirt the one that everyone wants in like the quarter yeah. zip that's exclusive to the tour right yes that one you can only get on tour i know it's not my jam it's too low-key well it's so funny because if you watch on social media people are giving tips for sofi stadium obviously here in los angeles because yeah. she has i think she has one more show <laughs> and people are like you need to go in gate four get there at 4 30 you run up the stairs and within eight minutes you'll be in line but double check that they have the blue crew in stock otherwise you have to run to gate seven and i mean it is unbelievable like how supportive the swifty fans are <laughs> so that everyone can get their exclusive merch not funny and most likely they'll sell that one too just eventually online so I don't know but it's a very like this sweatshirt that everybody wants Tom is funny because it's a quarter zip and then it just has her little logo right there and it's like this dusty blue you would not have it's just because they only have it not online people have been obsessed with it so it's like the idea that not everyone can get it and by the way uh, folks don't don't get confused here uh Taylor Swift is not on Fisk okay I just thought I'd point that (laughs) Not yet, anyway. Yeah, not yet. She I, will I do, be exactly. soon. Everyone wants her now. I do want to go on the record as I did not bring up Taylor Swift this time. I know. I it just wasn't want to you go. This time. It was me. But you know, it was really interesting. I was listening to a radio report yesterday um, while I was driving What's around radio? Los Angeles. And they were saying that, you know, we're, we're getting really hit economically because of the ongoing writer and actor strike. And the best thing that happened to Los Angeles over these six concert dates has been Taylor Swift because she's infused so much money into the economy, not just with hotels and tickets, but, you know, things like Uber and restaurants, people flying into the airports. It's been really incredible. And it's just the jolt that Los Angeles has needed right now. Because if you're listening to what's going on, like Billy um, Porter even came out last night and was like, I have to sell my house because of this strike. He's like, I'm at the point. And, you know, someone that's probably a little bit of poor money management because we all saw this strike. (laughs) (laughs) But, and and honestly, because we knew the strike was coming, my husband and I actually picked up extra work at the beginning of the year in case this would affect us because I'm also, we're both SAG members in our household. And we knew we saved extra all, you know, for six months just to prepare for this. So, Billy Porter, I'm a little bit like, well, you might not have, uh, or you might be overspending on your mortgage there, but. I think it's people are starting to realize, like, not all celebrities are uber wealthy. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime, on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.